Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Trisha's podcast, Words of Life. Today, I would like to straight away go into what I was meditating on, I was thinking of uh, while I was listening to a worship song. And it's still uh, morning, and I'm looking outside the window, and it seems to be a very chilly, a bit cold, but calm, peaceful day today. But today I would like to speak about relationships and how selfish attitudes uh, lead to breaking up, split up, or uh, when, when you're married even to divorce. And I'm not only speaking about romantic relationships, but I'm speaking about relationships in general. That includes family, friends, you know, all of it, uh, colleagues, you know, but particularly romantic relationships tend to break because of selfishness, okay? And uh, we're going to speak about that today and what the Bible says about uh, well, being selfish and um what selfishness actually leads to and how how bad it is and it's egotism and you know self-seeking and it's really everything but good okay um and it's a very you know sensitive topic i know but that's what i go for usually as you can tell my podcast always speaks about the most sensitive and delicate stuff or topics that are taboo to people that are like Ugh, I don't want to talk about this <laughs> mm, but yeah let's dive into the word first Philippians 2 3 New Testament says in the NIV version do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourself Phew. <laughs> First Corinthians 10, verse 24, still New Testament NIV. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. And then obviously we're going to have to touch on this again, as we have done so often already, but this is like the scripture when it comes to selfish uh, and love. Okay, First Corinthians 13, 4 to 5, which I'm pretty sure you, you know very well. And yet I'm going to read it again. Again, New Testament NIV. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Wow, guys, I don't know about you, but this scripture, 
particularly 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 5. Just every time it hits me, every single time, it's like, I mean, do we ever really live out these verses 100% at all times? You know, I allow myself to say, I don't think so. I don't think we do. And I consciously say we, because obviously I agree myself. And, you know, sometimes I think, man, I'm so, you know, far away from perfection. I'm so far away from being the perfect reflection of Christ. Like, how he loved us and how he was willing to be selfless and sacrifice and do all of what he did. And I'm not just speaking about what he did marvelously on the cross, you know, just the perfect sacrifice for us, but <clears throat> but really what he did throughout his life and particularly in his years of ministry that apparently were about three years. So compared to his life time, it wasn't really a long time that he was actually in ministry. But I believe that even before that, Jesus was serving. Jesus was doing stuff for people and, and being the perfect reflection of, of, of God's love. Yeah, And I think that we often just you know focus on what Jesus did for us on the cross, which is absolutely essential, crucial, and we have to think about that actually every day. And never forget about the sacrifice of Jesus, but and really hold nothing higher than his sacrifice when it comes to sacrifice. There's no sacrifice comparable to his sacrifice, okay, that anyone could do but God. Yeah. So we we worship God for the sacrifice of Jesus as well, but we have to also I think think more of his lifestyle and how he was living his everyday life. And study the word when it comes to that. When he when he was walking, you know, through the streets and talking to people and engaging with people, connecting with them, and all of that. How empathetic and how um, you know full of empathy he was, and how respectful and mindful, considerate he was. And I think that is something we need to kind of adapt to or apply in our own lives, in our everyday lives, and not only when we are in ministry or when we are in church, but really church starts particularly outside the church building, okay, because we are the church as people, you know, so it's not the building or the institution, we are the church. Every Christian represents the church, every Christian represents uh, Christ. We are the ambassadors for Christ. So we are the church. It's not the building. The building is just something we use to meet up, to meet up with each other, and that's about it. You know, it's stone. <laughs> you know? But we are the living stone, says the Bible. So we are the actual church. So I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if we really apply the word of God every day and when we do it, do we do it out of love or out of fear or, or obligation or whatever? Or do we do it because we really genuinely 
believe and have a revelation about what we are living and standing for. So I want to encourage you with this, that you can only do this with the Holy Spirit inside of us or inside of you. We cannot do this without God. We cannot love or live a life that pleases God without the power of His Spirit inside of us and by His grace. We are nothing without Him. That's what Jesus said. You're nothing without me. You cannot do anything without me. That's what He actually said. Um, let me just actually pull it up. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's so, you know, crucial to understand that. Yeah, it's John 15, 5. I am the wine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much food apart from me. You can do nothing. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. So he didn't really say we are nothing without him, but he said you cannot do anything uh, without me. So it's different. Sorry, I apologize <laughs> for quoting it wrong. But... On the other side, I also believe I am nothing without him. So, But that's just me. I don't know about you, but... I mean, I know he, he, he died for me, and he saw me worth as, as worth dying for in his eyes. And so, who am I to say I'm not? But you know what I mean? Like, when you <laughs> compare yourself to God, you're like, Oh my God, I am nothing without you. But you, I, I guess you know what I mean. So, God bless you, and I'll see you in my next episode. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.com blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com Thank you and have a lovely day.